welcome back to the TLC podcast with me, Venus Libido. And me, Natalie Byrne. Yay, we're back. We are back. <laughs> After a quite a long, quite a long break, which we will get into in a minute as to why we've been a little bit absent on the on the podcast. But welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. If you're a regular, hello again. If you're new, welcome to the club. Welcome to the TLC club. Um, how are you doing, Natalie? I'm good. <laughs> I'm better. I'm better than I was. Yeah. I'm good. It's a new year and it's the same me, but at least it's a new year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hope this year is better. Um, we're currently in both in tier four lockdown. Yeah. Um, which I still don't understand what, what even, what that even means. I just know I can't pretty much do anything, but look out the window and walk the dog um yeah but I I'm missing I'm missing you I'm missing people I know I'm missing (laughs) you so much um but you know we've got to do what we've got to do right so we (laughs) thought nothing else to say you're just nodding (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) we thought we would start the year as a means to go on is that is that the right how's that how you're saying how we mean to go on means to go on I don't yeah know yeah that was a phrase that's good yeah. mm-hmm. um by you know continuing our podcast um new guests hopefully throughout the year um lots of lots to look forward to and hopefully eventually some more tlc live events in the future yes buggers off if anyone has anyone they want to see on the podcast, please get in touch because we are currently going to email some people. We have some exciting yeah. people that have already said yes. Um, but if anyone has anyone they want to hear from, um, drop us a message. Either email us and um, or DM us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're really excited. But we oh, want to hear what... Also. Yeah. And also, like, if there's anything you want us to talk about specifically as well. Mm, yeah. Because we're always up for new ideas. I mean, we've got a lot to say between us both all the time. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to know if there's anything we're not talking about that you want us to talk about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think moving forward, you know, our podcast is created because we both felt really lonely. And it's such an important topic that I think this year will will we want to keep talking about yeah exactly and um I think it'd be good to start this episode this updated episode of what's going on as to why we kind of took a break from the podcast for a while because we were on a roll we were on a good roll we had lots of amazing guests um you know on the last season and then it kind of we kind of just stopped with um we just stopped didn't we and yeah it's my fault it's, no it's, take the blame. it's, it's not fault. just your fault it's not just your fault we got both of us got really busy both of us kind of the reason why we started this podcast like Natalie said because we both felt lonely and we wanted to talk about it we wanted to talk to other people about it but we we don't get paid we're not being paid to do our podcast we don't have sponsorship we nearly had sponsorship and that kind of fell through um, yeah, and we, we were gutted, to, weren't we? Was, yeah, we were, we were both super gutted. gutted. 
yeah um because it was a brand that we both love um but hopefully you know we'll pick things up again this year but we we have to we want to let you all know that we do this because we we love doing it we love talking about things we talk about but we are we're not being paid so we're trying not to feel guilty when we don't have the time or the energy or the mental capacity to feel like actually putting anything out um so if we just randomly don't put something out that's why because you know we have to put our mental health first and our work we do first. so many things yeah. <laughs> we, do. we do so many things and so that sometimes means unfortunately we get a bit burnout you've got endometriosis as well which I think it should be considered a disability because yeah. you're in so much pain all the time um and my dad's unwell so there are sometimes you know um with Alzheimer's well mm-hmm. we don't really know what it is yet we're still waiting so we have chaos in the night and um yeah that means that I can't work as fast as I as I yeah. used to and that sucks but it's reality that I'm sure many people can relate to on why they're yeah. on both sides so yeah. yeah I got crazy overwhelmed uh, in December and I, I was talking to Venus earlier about how even just things that wouldn't take me that long because I was stressed probably not sleeping right like everyone else right now worried about money only trying to do things that I knew were going to that I you know prioritizing everything that was earning me money um and unfortunately that meant that the podcast had to be on pause which I was gutted about but it is what it is and yeah but that's what that's that's the great thing about having something that's ours is that we can pick and choose when we when we do it when it suits us when we can do it and you know there's been times where we've gone to record and then something's happened in our own personal life and we've had to cancel and not necessarily been able to reschedule um but yeah but we just wanted to make sure that you guys know that that's what's going on um and just so we can be super honest with you guys that it's not always easy for us to record as much as we love doing it it's not it's not as easy as just sitting down and doing it but we're back we're going to try and be consistent um and if we're not consistent then you know why yeah (laughs) yeah and we want to do it for the love of it we never want it to feel like we're becoming our own worst bosses and the last thing I guess about having each other is like when I know you're not feeling great I'm there to be like we could put this on pause like it's your mental health and your health is yeah the most priority and if you get a job that is good pay and you need more time for it like yeah one of the nice things about is about being flexible um and yeah. it's nice at that having each other to talk through it because we never want to be like the bosses um and one, I guess one of the nice things about this year is that like people are understanding that like health is the most important thing and as well so yeah 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 and I think that's why our friendship's actually so strong and continues to grow and it's the same with my other best friend who I who I've known since school as to why we've been friends for so long is that when things do come up and we cancel we don't get annoyed with each other it's about respecting that the other person might not be able to come and see you or do that thing you wanted to do with them and it's about it's a level of like understanding and 
respect um, instead of getting angry and annoyed, especially if it's a reasonable thing as to why that person's having to cancel. I think that's when friendships can really blossom and do well Um, because I have a lot of friends who, you know, I've cancelled because of my endometriosis or something in the past or something that's happened in my family life and they got annoyed with me and then I'm like, well, I don't, if you can't respect that, that's happening in my life and I can't meet you or do this thing with you right now then I don't think you're I do you know what I mean I don't know what I'm trying to say I'm just I I hear it a lot basically well you have you you're in pain so much and I think that that if anyone has knows anyone that has endometriosis and um you know I think you should so listen to our last last episode because it was so insightful and even me I thought I knew a lot but I still learn a lot and I think yeah. you're right like it's not considered a, a serious thing um because people don't know about it and don't know the intricacies of how like mm. painful it is I think a lot most people most most people um you know they have some some something wrong with them and, and they'll get fixed I think they just don't understand um and and I think that comes with just I guess listening more yeah yeah we we relate to each other from so many things so I guess it's easier um yeah exactly and I've noticed that so many people have changed in their communication through this year whether it's like I know so many people taking a step back from social media um you know maybe going completely offline you know a lot of people have um been thinking a lot about you know what they consume online and where to put their energy in and so I think it's yeah I don't know I'm just trying to like be kind to myself that like you know the podcast was put on pause and that's that's okay it's okay yeah exactly um well now that's our way (laughs) people know why what's been going on um in terms of the podcast let's talk a little bit about lockdown round two (laughs) Round is it round two? two? I feel like it's round, round four, two? baby. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's way more than round two. Um, well, this is like round two in terms of like serious, can't see lockdown. Yeah. How are you? How are you finding it? How are you finding it this time round? So we kind of went into. Uh, I can't even remember now. Keeping track, I should keep like a tally, like like a prisoner on the wall. But I feel like we went into a lockdown in like November time in my area. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in a lockdown in because I was I'm in Buckinghamshire, um, and so yeah, I think we were uh, doing things in the first week of December and then pff, lockdown again in my area I think we were one of the first we were one of the first counties in December to go back into lockdown um tier four into like uh into like the tiered lockdown yeah right it was like my area Hertfordshire um and a couple of other areas because you were still able to do things and go out and the shops were open and stuff but mine mine weren't um but when things were open um me and the boy went for dinner and we're now official which was really cute. yeah got a boyfriend <laughs> natalie's got the boyfriend i know <laughs> so exciting so, you know i've i've kind of just been like 
yeah on on cloud nine obviously it sucks to not be able to see like people and friends and stuff but um regardless of whether i'm in a relationship or single i think that support system is so feels so nice right now from you and him from a couple of other friends and just um yeah checking in on each other but December was tough for me because I it's always the busiest for me anyway um I had a really sad things happen with my shop where um I got some stuff pre-ordered and um they were delayed and delayed and delayed and obviously understand because businesses have been you know affected by covid but um the calendars that i ordered a long time ago are still not with me um so that's been stressful because i hate the idea of like letting people down and i've you know i think already being in a negative mindset um i was telling you i think at the beginning of maybe november or something i was like i really don't believe in myself anymore and i'm struggling mm-hmm. to like feel confident and i'm second guessing myself and then all this stuff with the orders happened and I was already feeling bad and then I felt guilty and I don't know I think um towards the end of last year I've been doing a lot of self-sabotaging which I would love us to do an episode on so if anyone yeah. is an expert in self-sabotage please let us know um yeah. and it's I've been reading a lot about it I actually read Emma Gannon's book on it um, on, I listened to it on Audible and then I also listened to this podcast episode by um, Nobody Panic they just did an episode on it and it, and it's so interesting because they talked about how it's almost like you're um, afraid of your own success so you kind of like yeah. cry I get that I can feel that yeah um but yeah, I, I now understand why some, I was following this YouTuber um, who's, who, you know, was doing really, really well over a long period of time. And she said that the more success she got, she the more self-doubt she got. Um, mm. And I'm starting to kind of totally see why. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like, I think at the beginning um, of my career, it was very like, um like just fearlessness and yeah it kind of is it's kind of reminded me of the whole jesse nelson a little mix thing and you know after watching her documentary about the more successful she was getting the more she didn't feel like herself anymore yeah and you know because with with fame and success and doing well comes more responsibility and having to adapt adapt to that very quickly as an individual is something that as humans I can't remember where I saw this but as humans we're, we're not we're not we're not designed to to be able to do it that quickly or to understand things that quickly or for our bodies to change or in our mindset to change that fast to keep up with societal changes and I think it's really interesting um that you you've been feeling like that because you've obviously had so many amazing things happen this year including the book and winning awards um I didn't even mention that (laughs) no you haven't and 
you know that's such an amazing amazing achievement and you should be so proud of yourself but then at the same time you were feeling you were self-sabotaging and you weren't feeling great and you weren't feeling like you had it, it just it, it's weird because I do it to myself like after private parts I was just like oh like nothing's ever going to be as good or what's next like what's the next big thing it's always what's next what's next what's next and you forget about these amazing like monumental things that happen in your life that you've achieved and I do it like I did it the other day when I was going through my phone at what I've achieved this year and it's like actually I have achieved quite a lot when actually I've been feeling pretty shit about myself and yeah, I mean, in all honesty, like the book is amazing, but I really felt like I could do better. It's that, that's so bad, isn't it? And it's yeah. like, there were certain things, like some some things happened with my emails. I had to get a new email because my old email wasn't like showing my new emails. It was all going yeah. into my junk folder. I'd constantly ring them and be like, what's going on with my emails? They'd fix it. And then I thought it would be fixed. But one of the shittiest things about our job is if your emails get messed up that affects your clients and yeah um I had the most amazing ex experience with them but I really felt like that I beat myself up so much about the emails because mm. I could have done better obviously yeah. now that's fixed I've got a new email address um but I don't know if I see that experience as like all I remember is me being the mistakes I made even if some, they were out of my hands um mm. in regards to I don't know just the emails um, yeah which sucks but, I should be great I should be happy yeah. with the work yeah but going back to that and and the fact that you feel like you could have done better with the book I have I can't remember who said it, but I, I heard someone say it years and years ago that if you don't look at your work and see how you can improve, then you're just, that's just not quite narcissistic. And that leaving room to think about how you can improve is a good thing. And that you should, you shouldn't, you should work, like you should use that to your advantage. And the fact that anything you create in this world is never going to be perfect because perfect is an illusion. I suppose so. I, th I think I've always just prided myself on being like um, one of the artists that like have really good communication. Um, mm. And so when one of the pillars of, of what makes me feel like I've done well in my job, because my emails were just so rubbish. Um, yeah like they were just it, none of my emails were coming through and stuff I just felt like I let people down um, yeah. and I've not been able to like um I mean I've definitely gotten better with my emails and like I'm so happy that I've got the new email address even though it <laughs> means I'm paying for two domains um <sighs> but yeah I think it's it's like uh I think you're so right because it I wouldn't be making new work if I was like oh my god that's the best thing I've ever made I'm never gonna make anything as good <laughs> um but it's weird to be awarded for something when when I just feel like I um I don't know I just don't pat myself up on the back like I just feel like I'm just like punishing myself for even doing well it's weird yeah do you think um 
do you think and I because I do it as well whenever I, I have like an amazing achievement in my life I don't pat myself on the back I don't take a step back and think well that was a really amazing thing you've done there Venus do you think it's partly because of our upbringing um and that because you know we've kind of both grown up in a situation where we we haven't we don't have a lot of money we don't want but I, I don't know how to put this um, a cleaner will never get an award for being the best cleaner in their job yeah um, but like, a teacher don't... will never get like yeah. I, it's almost like that working class attitude. I like I feel yeah like I feel kind of uncomfortable with doing well like oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's it that's yeah that's what it is it's the sabotage <laughs> for me is like I'm afraid of my own success mm. because what does the, the the my experience from what um I feel like working class people view people who have money and people who ha- have enormous success as like bellends <laughs> yeah unfortunately a lot of the time they are <laughs> so yeah I think that that's so true which is like yeah yeah I think you're you hit the nail on the head there <sighs> yeah it's also, like to even enjoy your job or to you know it's still work it's still hard work and we both know what it brings Mm. but to not be um I don't know cleaning or um you know working in a mine where your life is at risk every day um and that kind of labor intensive work um it's like such a a blessing or or even just like maybe not even treated as a job (laughs) yeah um so I don't know there's a part of me that has never been driven by um achieving Mm -hmm. or um getting awards or even getting grades for me it was always just like there was a lot of emphasis of like you're gonna to have to work every day so you might as well have a job that you enjoy yeah, um, yeah. so I like to I like the way things make me feel I like feeling like I've uh, been a good team player and yeah feeling no, productive and checking things off my to-do list and so when I haven't been doing that um because I've been feeling tired and drained and caring for you know various people um and I it's like tying yourself work to productivity when you can't work as much as you used to and of course I'm gonna feel shit yeah exactly and I think for me like a big part of it is yeah I agree with you it's not about the medals it's not about it's not about all of that it's it's weird for me but like now thinking about it and having this conversation it's about just getting through something without getting fucked over by someone else because I feel like that's that's all that's happened throughout my my family's life is like we do well and then someone else like takes that away because of greed or because of just being a complete dick um so for me like whenever I've achieved something it's like wow what who's who's now going to come around the corner and fuck it all up that's what I always think yeah and it has happened on several occasions to me as well in my career in the last like year and in my personal life like doing well at something and achieving something and then someone's like behind the scenes done something awful 
well we've both um, lost a lot as well like on our family's like journey um mm. where you know for various reasons um we've seen um material things like come and go and so i think that that creates an aspect of like this is you can't take it with you like it's all yes, material it can all go yeah. in a second so you might as well yeah. feel rich that are in in other ways that aren't to do with like money yeah exactly that is exactly it that's exactly it and this is like something my mum always tells me is that we don't have a lot but at least people can't take what we don't have and I that's I guess for me that's kind of why I'm not someone who's really ever been into like designer or material materialistic things or owning owning things because I'm like well if I own stuff that gives people the chance to take that away from me and cause exactly more I remember when I went to uni and I had like a car carhartt hat which is like 30 pounds which for me is like a lot of money and I had a coat that was like I don't know the most expensive coat I'd ever bought and it was probably like 40 pounds and I walked around feeling like I literally am wearing 100 pounds <laughs> I felt so um like a, a target um mm-hmm. and I've always felt like that I never wanted to have nice things because then I wouldn't feel comfortable walking down the street because then I'd feel like well I could get robbed and yeah um, and I I I I completely agree with that like things can be taken away especially when you've experienced it like uh, we lost the house when I was um you know we moved to another house we weren't homeless but yeah my, my parents lost their their house and that just yeah, creates same. a sense of like anything at any moment yeah. can be taken from you um yeah and it's almost like one of my friends says that because I've experienced this like kind of like we didn't have everything but my it was like my parents dream house because you've ex- we've experienced that kind of like losing things instead of what you know what you think most people would be like gaining more things um mm-hmm. as they like you know work more um there so that I think that's that's created something within me for sure which is like oh yeah um having to get comfortable um going down this going down the scale yeah um, is is I think it's been really good for me <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> yeah um for sure but no. it enables me that and I see that with you with you as well that like no matter what happens um we have our feet firmly on the ground <laughs> sometimes my face as well <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean just like yeah I know what it's like to like not know like how, where where I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pay for the food to go to my cupboards and yeah oh, feeling I think will never leave you yeah <laughs> so uh, I think yeah especially with this year it's like um you know I I I um it's been so tough for so many people and um yeah yeah no I agree and I think I think it's I think it's it's not a fun thing to go through in life losing so much and then having to kind of feel that towards any achievement you kind of have in your life but when it's so ingrained in you especially 
from a child it's hard to un it's hard to like I don't know it's hard to allow kind of it's hard to let it in that's what I'm trying to say I'm trying yeah, to it's so hard give to too much away about my personal life me too <laughs> not just us is it it's a whole family but yeah um I know that I wanted to bring it up because I know that there's going to be a lot of people that you know are out of work and I know what happened when my my dad was losing work out during a recession meant that we lost the house so and we both know what that means and we both know what that feels like and to anyone listening I guess I just like talking about it because I don't want anyone to look at where we are and 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 have a complete different understanding of who we are when that makes sense what's the word yeah well I literally said this on my stories today didn't I that you know people think because I've got a certain amount of following in the blue tip that I'm a very successful individual I thought you said blue tip (laughs) blue tip um which is not the case yeah not not the case um far far from it and you know I've and this is what makes this is why I like talking about it as well because I enter giveaways on Instagram and people will comment underneath saying why you're applying for this you've got a blue tick you must be but they'll make comments about wealth um in regards to that being linked to how well I'm doing on social media and I literally get attacked I'm like no that's not the case like I I get it quite a lot this is why I just don't apply for giveaways on Instagram anymore because I literally get attacked every time I do um and it's like, mate, I still buy my clothes in charity shops. So um, I don't know. I just think that it is important to talk about because people do have like these preconceived ideas of what our lives are like. Um, and it's not the case. And it's not about, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And also I think I like talking about it because I know that when people who I follow and I gravitate to, you know, to people who um, also are, share the same similar experiences or I can relate to or you know I don't want to feel I don't follow many influences for that reason because yeah I want to follow like real people that experience like the real world um mm-hmm. obviously I know there's like so many influences that <laughs> that's such a huge generalization but um yeah I know that I I know that I, I love every time someone talks about like class or mm-hmm. money or you know the challenges they faced in yeah. after those things I've been like oh my god that's made me feel so much better even just I sent you Melanie Murphy's uh, did a video she's a YouTuber she did a video about where she lives and she lives in the attic of her parents house and um I think what she was talking we'll link that in the notes but when she talked about it I was like oh I can't believe like she I didn't know that and then now I yeah. feel like so much more at peace with where I am and you know yeah. 50% of people are living in the country I think are living with their parents and so it's yeah. it's uh it's I have had this thing of like feeling really behind in life and yeah um behind 50% of the people <laughs> the other 50% are exactly where I am yeah so, um I I think it's I don't know I just like sharing what I'm really going through I never like feeling that like what I'm sharing or putting out is like um 
creating a different story of, of my actual experience yeah. no I, I totally get what you mean in terms of like feeling behind I, I wake up most days feeling like that and then I remind myself that it's okay and it's just like it's just the way that society is telling me where I should be in life and the pressures that we put on ourselves to have certain things because of what we see on social media and I think as you get older you kind of start to realize like what what all that kind of means to you and I've definitely been thinking about the last couple of days and yeah it's 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 um takes a lot of unlearning I guess and developing and understanding of where you need to be yourself and not looking outwards at what everyone else is doing and then that being projected onto you and your success and where you are in life yeah and there's a bit of comparison in that in that feeling left behind left behind who (laughs) you know there's comparison there and I also do think that like I mean the way that people you could buy houses and do all of the things before um you know it's just so different so I think when we were little we were fed this idea that we could do xyz Mm-hmm. by this time and it was possible and uh that's not the case I think one thing that has really been helping me um has been just saying to myself like these are the cards that we've been dealt and that there's nothing yeah. we can do to change them um and try and just like be positive in and think of the other ways that I'm immensely rich in which yes um yeah that's it other ways that you can be rich in that's a really good thing to say yeah that's definitely how I think you know it's not about for me like I am really learning like what what are the other ways that I am rich in life that and that's like family and just myself like just generally getting through shit all the time like that's that's an amazing rich thing to be um but yeah no I totally understand where you're coming from when you say that and I think that's a really good really good takeaway for people right there (laughs) yeah and look I'm sure both of us could probably you know have made different decisions and maybe gotten different jobs that enabled us to (laughs) you know have a lot of money in the bank um but would that fill our purpose up like you know nope not for me that's for sure no and I know people who do jobs um that I really disagree in and are in businesses that are destroying the world and destroying the planet and um I know that they're unhappy and so it is what it is yeah it is (laughs) yeah oh it's nice to talk and to be real and to put something out that hopefully someone who's struggling can yeah have a breath of fresh air <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah um should we talk about um lockdown and how you know everyone's talking about their mental health and people breaking the rules and how we feel about that Yes. Oh my God. Eliza from Eliza Hopeful Plates did this post. Let me try and find it. Um, yeah. How have you been feeling about it all? Well, obviously for us here, like in the, if you're UK based, you, you realise that the government did like a massive 
um basically screwing the country over over christmas kind of deal um and you know put everyone into a tier four like two days before christmas or whatever it was and then you know i i kind of agreed that you know people were being safe to lead up to christmas they should go home and see their families like i'm all for that i don't see anything wrong with that um what i what i have an issue with is the people who are not being safe and still breaking the rules um you know i lost someone last year to coronavirus someone who i loved very much and i've been very safe all year and even when I went on holiday, I know I probably lost a lot of followers because I went on holiday, but my partner took me on that holiday and we isolated both sides of the countries and were very safe. But there are people who are going and partying and being in large crowds and then coming home and seeing friends. And that's when I that's when I don't agree with it. Yeah. And it's you went to visit, you know, he had a family there and uh, it's such a tricky one because it's like what I felt like and I was saying to you earlier was like the beginning of every, all of this it was like everyone was in it together everyone was so supportive and kind mm. and like there was like the clapping do you remember the clapping like it was just this sense of like um this is a really shitty thing but it was so beautiful seeing everyone like so united and then because yeah. of everything that the government has been doing um in terms of like you know it was so sneaky what they did at christmas because they knew that we had another strain of the virus mm. that was um i can't open this how do you open it oh that's so annoying here it is um they got the the memo that the new strain of the virus was on they got the memo on the 19th of november yeah, and they allowed everything to be open so that people would spend money, thinking they were going to see their families at Christmas. Yeah, um, to help the economy, and then it wasn't until you know right before Christmas that they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been played like a fool here, <laughs> and it's frustrating. You know, people lost their jobs, and I bet they were like, you know what, we'll have a nice Christmas, we'll get a good Christmas dinner in, and you know, people buy things like get the whole christmas thing sorted early as oh, well yeah yeah um so yeah um it is I, what mean, it is. I know that majority of my family all like self-isolated for like two weeks the lead up of christmas so they could then see their families yeah and this is what was this is what annoyed me it's like all these people have you know been homeschooling their children or been staying away from work and working from home in preparation to be safe around their families at Christmas to then say certain areas can see their family and certain areas can't I was in an area where I could spend Christmas day with my family but then up the road for me like literally 20 minutes up the road that they couldn't see their family so it made no sense to me that some people could and some people couldn't and I just think that they should have either allowed everyone to see their family or just nobody saw their family I thought it was wrong that they let certain people have that opportunity yeah. and that experience and others not yeah I mean I think the whole thing by the government is always going to be led by um like capitalist reasons and mm-hmm. yeah you know even just with the vaccine I don't know too much about it but I know that it's not being distributed to key workers first 
No. Um, which it should be. Uh, well, you know, I think elderly should get it too, but I just don't, you know, it just, it seems pretty weird that they wouldn't be up there on the list. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't know, I just, I'm going to read this post by Eliza because I think just everything that she said, she just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I want to read it's it out. Right. So Eliza has said, as we come into the new year with the most cases of COVID we've ever had, Let's all please be as careful as we possibly can within our means. But also let's try and have compassion for everyone's own rules and boundaries. At the start of the pandemic, there was an amazing energy of everyone pulling together and supporting each other. Over the course of this year, this togetherness attitude has dissipated, mostly because of the way our government has dealt with the situation it's been replaced by anger, frustration, conspiracy, pain, and judgment. This is totally understandable, but the fallout of that is some people throwing all caution to the wind and just giving up on social distancing and hanging out with loads of people. And some people going further into puritism and judgment. This polarizing attitude is unhelpful and just pushes both groups to further extremes. Compassion for the people who are single, what I'm saying is let's have some compassion for the people who are single and live alone, have depression or other mental health issues. Our parents are, are, have parents or are in abusive relationships that you may or may not know about, are grieving or need to work because they don't, don't have enough financial support, not to et cetera, et cetera, breaking the rules. But let's also have compassion for the people whose loved ones are extremely vulnerable, who are vulnerable themselves, who have health anxiety, and people who are healthcare workers or other key workers. Let's all try and be as safe as we can, whatever that means for us, and be kind and compassionate to other situations. Yeah, I think that hits it on the head. I think it is, it is about common sense. It's about having an understanding for everybody's situation and I don't know I just I know I, people that have broken the rules yeah. and I won't see them because I'm like you know I, I don't feel safe enough being vulnerable people living with vulnerable people um but I'm still going to check in on them as much as I can I'm still going to call them as much as I can I still care about them and I think the rubbish thing that is happening is like okay there's this shit situation that we're dealing with which is covid then on top of that now there's this other layer of stress mm. which is like people falling out with people people falling out with their parents people falling out with their family it's like another like the government being rubbish is making people turn in on each other yeah and totally. I think everyone should do obviously be as safe as possible um but I am seeing exactly what Eliza said like all around me is like yeah. this judgment and this um this kind of attacking of each other when it's like unfortunately uh, there are people that live in abusive households there are people that are having breakups right now there are people mm -hmm. who are finding it so so hard regardless of the covid situation to be at home yeah um, and i it's it's i i it's difficult because it's like 
I want everyone to follow the rules of course I do and it's been immensely hard for me in my house to like stick to the rules and I still have um but I also just see a lot of people who are what I perceive to be as like in a happy household whether they're living with the person that is like the love of their life or living with friends yeah they unfortunately do tend to be the ones that place the most judgment on others um and I think that um it sucks to live in a house where it's just like constant arguing constant like uh, sleepless nights and and which is my situation so it's a tricky one and I don't yeah. think that um it's t- tough because I don't want to say it without like in, <laughs> trying to say it's okay to break the rules because it's not I think it's just um what Eliza said like we just need to have more compassion for everyone yeah um, yeah I and agree. remember that like camaraderie that we had at the beginning um whereas now I'm seeing just a lot of like um we're all coming like in uh, we're all attacking each other yeah um which I think it just it's just people are stressed like it's just gonna happen um but may I think what Eliza said is just so on hit the nail on the head like you know it's so hard to be at home when you're when you're unhappy and you don't get on with the people that you live with (laughs) yeah I know this is the thing isn't it and I think a lot of the time the the judgment is coming from people who are in stable positions or uncomfortable positions with loved ones or whatever it may be without having any regard for those that may not be in a similar situation to them and it is about it is about having compassion and, and about I I even see it in my own home like my mum is so glued to the news and we have arguments about we have arguments about it all the time because I don't watch the news because I'm not going to be influenced by one platform um and you know we we do talk about it quite a lot in this house and I I think during the first lockdown I got very upset with my mum because she was she had the news on constantly and it was really affecting my mental health and in the end I had to say something um luckily it didn't cause too many arguments but that like we have to remember that as well like people are living with people who are being fed information that is terrifying and that's going to affect people's mental health who don't want to hear it um and I think I think we all need to just take us take a step back and reevaluate like what other people are going through and not just thinking about yourself and I understand that people are scared because people are dying and people aren't being safe and people aren't listening to the rules but why are these people not listening it's not about being self for some people it's not about being safe it's just about survival yeah yeah you know and then before covid like people there's I think uh, there's more people unhappy with their home life than yeah then they're happy so yeah we just need to look at the suicide rates you know they're 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 going up and up and up every day um and that's something that we can't ignore yeah and and you know the divisiveness which has always been there you know with the whole like brexit and the trump situation Mm. yeah (laughs) the divisiveness and is 
is rooted it comes from like the media and yeah um the stress they're putting on on one another and like i said like you can be as safe as you possibly can um but uh, to you can't control what other people are doing no and you can't expect people to be locked up in their homes especially if it's not a safe environment for them or a healthy environment for them and i think that's something that i have constantly remembered throughout this whole thing is that you know, not everybody has that that kind of that that haven that they they feel safe they can be in during like during this. It's not, but it's not possible for everybody. Yeah, and think of all the kids who, and you know, and I had so many friends who felt this way, yeah. and not me too. Who I would stay like out with my friends, or even just be excited to go to school to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's a, it's just been a lot it's, it was last year and it was just a lot there was a lot going on it wasn't just COVID it was it was you know the elections it was Brexit there was just a lot to take in for everybody and I think that everyone's just like come to the end of the tavern now where it, like you said it's all kind of imploding yeah. <sighs> but hopefully yeah <laughs> let's hope this that it just kind of this new year it gets better um I just I don't even know where to like end the conversation on this because I don't I still don't understand it like I said I'm trying to avoid watching the news I find it really difficult to watch oh I know what we can discuss that's more positive okay because okay. when we were talking about new year's eve and how we both actually were like looking at the positives mm. on why like going out was actually like we're actually kind of glad that we didn't go out <laughs> yeah because taxis are so expensive on new year's eve yeah you know what are you gonna wear you feel like you know i felt so bloated every after every christmas because i'm still eating like my body weight in chocolate and crisps <laughs> and so i always feel rubbish on new year's eve anything that's like a special like event like new year's eve where there's so much pressure for you to have an amazing night obviously it's always rubbish <laughs> yeah um I, I was gutted there was no fireworks and obviously I, I would have gone out and you know would have fun but I spoke to you I can't remember if it was the day or the next day about how like I was actually not mad about just having a quiet one in I yeah I loved nice. it yeah I loved it yeah I think I saw a lot of people actually put it on their social media how they were kind of glad that they weren't going out like they were just glad to stay home and do nothing and not have to socialize and make a big deal about one night and then wake up the next day feeling awful um and hungover or tired and I was like you know what yeah like actually I think I'm probably gonna do this next year even if we're not in lockdown <laughs> for the last two years I've I think it's the last two years I've done um I've not gone out and my parents have gone out to a party or something and I've just been like okay I'll be in the house by myself, have a bath. I have like a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. I watch like whatever's on telly, which is usually something fun. And just woken up and gone for a run in the morning. I know that sounds fucking mental, but it's just so nice to not spend the first hour of the new year with my head down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> That's always what happens. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I was I I was very happy actually. I went to nice. bed at like five minutes past midnight, 
after I'd said said my head like said my New Year's to everyone. I was I was loving life. I loved it. It's nice to wake up with a clear head and yeah. I'm not really one that enjoys like partying anyway. So I'm like I'm not really like a party animal anyway. So I was quite content to be honest. I hate hangovers. That's why I haven't like I'm not a big drinker any anymore. <laughs> I just hate I know because do you know what looking back before COVID like the nights out we used to have together and then staying Airbnb <laughs> it, was, it was awful wasn't it it was and bad. we didn't even drink that much but for us that was a lot and we would both yeah. be like Ugh. I mean we were yeah I don't miss those mornings I mean it was fun and, and it was and funny. getting out of the Airbnb before 11 was just unbearable wasn't it well, yeah, we've got some good times. Maybe we should write a book about the the drug nights we've had. I think we should do a podcast episode about our Airbnb nights. Yeah, if you want to know some funny stories about both of us, last night. Oh no, so embarrassing. Oh, they are very embarrassing, especially yeah. the last one. Especially the last what one, the my last wine one? event. My wine event. Oh my god, you threw up in the taxi. I threw up in the taxi. Yeah. I thought I lost my phone and you went inside searching for it for ages and it was in my hand the whole time while I was sat outside yes. on the pavement. And, oh my God, I ran out of phone battery and you had just gotten the new phone and I didn't realise there was no button because I mm. remember the old phone had a button. So I was like, you were like passed out. And I was like, I don't know what to do because I don't know how to use this phone. <laughs> and then eventually you like vaguely like put it to your face and then it unlocked. And I was like, oh, <laughs> And I was that like, was... but I don't know if there's no button. Like, there's no home button. I was like, what? I, that was a messy night. I lost my jacket. I lost two rings. Mm, it was a good night, though. It was good, but it was it was too much, too much drink. I have like one sip of alcohol, and I'm like, woo. Mm. <laughs> I'm such a <sighs> Right. Well, we've been talking for about an hour now, so yeah, maybe we should wrap it up. Um, but yeah, it's been good chat, good little catch up. Like we said, we've got some episodes we've got planned coming out in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be consistent. Um, and we thought it'd be really good to end on like what we've been watching on Netflix. What, what's been keeping us occupied? Yeah. Oh what are you God. watching at the moment? I am loving The Office, actually. Oh, okay. It's, it's the like UK or American The, the US. One? I didn't like the UK one, you know. Okay. Um, there's definitely like it's definitely of its time like there's some definite like jokes that are like not funny now yeah well have never been funny but it's uh as the show's like progressing um it's like obviously becoming a bit more like less controversial (laughs) but I am enjoying it and I feel like there's so many references and other things to the office that I understand now yeah and um like I understand that like so many people love it it's great um just that first I think the first few episodes are a bit like jokes that you definitely can't say now Um, yeah but yeah I'm really enjoying it like the the last I think I'm on season three um yeah like Mindy isn't it Mindy who went on to do loads of things like the Mindy Project and yeah yeah I think her name's Mindy Um, yeah she's great so there's so many people that are like um um 
have started their careers there so that's cool to see Mm. um i'm watching what am i currently watching i'm watching shooter um it's like an american thing about um this old like marine is he in the marines or something like that and he's like a sniper so really good at shooting from like long distances um he basically gets framed for um assassinating um the russian president when he comes over to the u.s and so it's like a thriller it's not a thriller it's like action okay but it's really good i really like things that are to do with like trying to basically save yourself yourself by being really good at fighting or hunting people or i just love that kind of entertainment um so yeah i've been watching shooter the tv show yeah it's a series it's on netflix but okay. i'm really enjoying that yeah and also like all the kind of um detective series um yeah love all of that watching all that stuff i'm just any names that you've been enjoying um oh what's the the yorkshire is it no not yorkshire ripper is it the uh the ripper the ripper i think it's about yeah the yorkshire ripper documentary series i watched that recently which was really good um yeah but um, watching on netflix or yeah that's any shows yeah absolutely um and we will speak to you spoon Soon. We'll speak to you speak speed. Um we'll see you next Tuesday with see our old Tuesday. tagline. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.